You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a Thursday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing great out there wherever you might be in Cougar Nation. Plenty to get to ahead on today's show. It's happening, folks. Yes, the gift. It's happening, isn't it? From Arrested Development, let's talk about the Big 12 and the reports out there about what's coming tomorrow. We'll also catch up with BYU offensive lineman Harris Lachance, a great one-on-one conversation with him. And we will begin our crossover edition with Locked On Utes, talking with Brian Brown about BYU. We're playing what we call fill in the blank. We'll do part one of the crossover today, talking more about BYU specific stuff, Utah specific stuff on tomorrow's podcast on a Friday. So plenty to get to ahead on today's show. It's all brought to you by our title sponsor, Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. All right, without further ado, though, let's get rolling here on a Thursday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for September 9th, 2021. What's up, my friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. A big thank you once again for joining us right here on your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. And by the way, the podcast, which has been all over everything breaking this week with regards to BYU and the Big 12 Conference. Exciting times ahead, folks. Apparently, and what I've already been kind of talking about all week long, is that Friday, tomorrow, the Big 12 Executive Committee, whatever you want to call them, the presidents and chancellors of what I call the hateful eight, the remaining eight schools in the Big 12, expected to convene on a conference call and rubber stamp official invitations to the four schools that we have talked about, UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, and your beloved BYU Cougars, they are expected to receive that long-awaited invite to be members of the Big 12 Conference. And why would I stand in the way of one of the great all-time rants and drops that involves this fine moment? Take it away, Coach Hawkins. But here's my point, okay? It's Division One football! It's a Big 12! Folks, you have made it to the promised land. And yes, I am playing Celebration by Cool in the Gang because any chance I can find to play this song and dance along to it, I am going to do it. It's time. It is time. Let's celebrate. It is 
Big 12 Eve if you want to celebrate that. BYU is going to be a member of the Big 12 Conference. I've been hinting at it. I've been straight up talking about it for the better part of a week at this point, for those of you who have been listening. And if you haven't been, welcome in to your first time listening to Locked On Cougars. I hope you're with us every single day moving forward here. I like to bring you guys the latest, the greatest, and everything I can find for you with regards to the BYU Cougars. And this is a massive payoff for many of you long-suffering BYU fans. This is awesome. This is a celebration. That was the perfect song. It came to my mind as soon as I started seeing this. Brett McMurphy from, uh, was he now, the Action Network, saying that there's a new con- news conference scheduled for tomorrow shortly after this meeting is expected to convene to rubber stamp the invitations to all four of these schools. This is a great great moment in BYU sports. I understand there probably is some hesitation among certain fans out there is, are we sure we're not joining a sinking ship? I get that concern. You needed to get in the club. You've wanted to be in the club for the better part of a decade. You needed to get just in the door, and here it is. You were on the doorstep. You're knocking on the door. Pardon me for hitting the mic as I'm recording. You're knocking on that door. They're going to open it tomorrow and say, come on in. Doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it just feel like, ah, we did it. It's a payoff, folks. Celebrate it. Have some fun. Talk some trash. Have a lot of fun with your Ute fan friends who may be downplaying, well, you're just joining a glorified G5 conference. You know what? Screw you. BYU's Power 5 now. It feels great to be able to say that among everything else. BYU is now truly a Power 5 program. Celebrate it, folks. This is incredible. I cannot wait to watch that news conference tomorrow and see that big stretch Y up on whichever TV network or media organization that happens to be televising or broadcasting this news conference and just see them talk in glowing terms about BYU's nationwide coast-to-coast fan base. They travel extremely well. Lavelle Edwards Stadium holds 63,000 and change. The Marriott Center leads the Western United States in basketball attendance. This is going to be sweet. And don't let any Aggie, Cougar-hating, Utes, whatever it might be, uh, there might be the odd San Diego State or Wyoming Cowboy or New Mexico Lobo out there who wants nothing more than to make fun of BYU. Don't let them rain on your parade. Celebrate this. This is a really, really cool moment. And man, does it feel good to finally see this happening. It's been a long decade, and I'm not saying it's been a bad thing. Independence, BYU has proven they can be more than successful as an independent. And funny enough, should crap hit the fan, to use that expression, with the Big 12 down the road, you know what? BYU has proven they can succeed as an independent, and they would jump right back into independence, and I don't think they would have a second thought about getting back going there, and they'd have success once again. That's my personal opinion on the matter. You can weigh in with your thoughts as well. But you know what? 
Today's a day of celebration. It's Big 12 Eve, folks. Let's celebrate. All right, coming up here in just a moment, I had a great conversation with Harris Lachance, BYU offensive tackle, currently the starter at right tackle. What did he make of his performance against Arizona? What does he make of the rivalry game, the Holy War game against Utah? And he's also going to become a first-time dad. What has he learned in that process? We'll get to all of that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. We've talked a lot about this company, folks. The best part about Rock Auto is they are here for you guys to save time and money when taking care of your vehicles. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% markup for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com and save that coin? They are a family business, been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could ever need brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, anything that you guys might require for your vehicle, a new hood, for example, they've got it all for you guys, and multiple options and multiple manufacturers to choose from as well. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Let's take a moment and talk about some friends of mine over at Elevate Fitness. They're, of course, an advertising sponsor here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. But more important than that, they have been a life-changing partner for me personally. Many of you have probably heard me talk about in the podcast, if you're a longtime listener, about my struggles with weight. It's something I've dealt with my entire life. I'll be, I'll be frank about it. I've been overweight most of my life. Never necessarily thought it was uh, something that I was overly concerned about, but I did not enjoy it. And Rich Hart, who is the owner of Elevate Fitness heard me talk about this. This is back probably in January and February. Heard me talking about my weight loss struggles, reached out to me and said, Jake, come check out what I got going on over here at Elevate Fitness. I showed up, we sat down, he explained what insulin resistance is, and it's absolutely fascinating, folks. Insulin is like I swear, like the Pandora's box or the key, I don't know how to describe it exactly, to everything with health. If you can get your insulin levels and get the insulin resistance factor changed in your life, it's life-changing, and it's been life-changing for me. I have lost over 40 pounds of body fat at this point, and the weight loss is great. Trust me, I'm feeling better, I look better, all that stuff going with it, but more importantly, I feel healthier. I feel so much better than I ever have in the better part of probably 15 years is what I would venture to say. And I want you guys to give this a shot. You can go to insuliniq.com slash elevate to check out the system that Rich and his team have. I love its simplicity. It works for me great. And by the way, while you're there at insuliniq.com slash elevate, you can get a free initial consultation online with Rich Hart. And there's no obligation beyond that. He's happy to sit down with you for 10 to 15 minutes, explain what they're trying to do. And if you feel like it's something you want to proceed with, he's happy to work with you. Or if you got your information and said, you know what, I'm good to go. No harm, no foul. I think you owe it to yourself to give it a shot. And by the way, you don't have to be a person who's overweight like me to use this. That's what I love about it. The simplicity is the power, I feel like, with what they've got going with Insulin IQ and Elevate Fitness. They have a facility just off State Street and 400 North in Orm. If you want to stop by, if you're a local and check it out, I'd be happy to have you stop by. I've been going there for, what, eight months now? No, not six, not eight, probably seven months now. And the best part is, Rich and 
this team are the best of the best. So once again, insuliniq.com slash elevate. Tell them Jay Catch and Locked On Cougars sent you when you stop by, and I hope that they will be as helpful to you as they were to me. That's insuliniq.com slash elevate. Please be joined now by BYU offensive lineman Harris Lachance. Harris, thanks for taking the time. I know you're busy, but how are you, sir? Doing real good. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, let's start here by looking back for a moment at the season opener against Arizona. Uh, it was your uh, first start in some time for the Cougars there at right tackle. How do you evaluate your play overall? Uh, good. It was, it was good to get back in there and get in the, get in the groove of things. Lots to improve on. Uh, but it was a good first game to kind of warm up, you know, good to see the game. How exciting was it just to finally have the season here? Sorry, what was that? How how exciting was it just to finally have the season off and going and actually be playing a game? Oh, man, so exciting, especially with the fans all there, man. It's just nothing else beats the atmosphere, man. I mean, that was awesome, especially, you know, all of our fans. We got the best fans ever, man. They're awesome. What... Uh, Obviously, Coach Roderick, he mentioned uh, during some of his comments earlier this week that he felt like uh, what Arizona showed on defense is actually different than what you guys kind of game planned for. How do you think you guys did to adjust to what Arizona threw at you? Yeah, so, I mean, it was tough because they they just got a brand new defensive coordinator this year. So we knew that we were going to have, you know, some opposition. Um, I mean, we we practiced for a lot of stuff and – and, you know, we followed if, – if there was something on there that we didn't see that came up in the game, then, you know, we follow our, our rules for our schemes and stuff. And uh, it kind of worked out that way, you know. So, honestly, we kind of overkill. You know, you always got to overkill in practice. And then when you get in the game, it should be a little bit easier, actually. You're playing at right tackle now. Is that a natural position for you, do you feel like? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think just tackle in general. I got a lot of experience at both sides last year. And uh, I love it, man. What about it? Is it because you're? I know you stand. Are you six eight? Is that is that what you you measure in at? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm six seven, six seven with no with shoes on. I mean, with no shoes on. Okay. Well, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the height is a natural part of it. I would assume. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Talking with Harris Lachance here. Harris, let's talk a little bit about the upcoming game this week. Obviously, it's the Holy War game, the rivalry game with Utah. You're a kid who grew up here in this state. How important of a game is it to you personally? Um, it's it's a big game, man. It's a it's a big game. I'm uh, I'm really excited. I know a lot of guys that play on that team, and so I'm excited to get after it and, and compete with those guys. There's some great guys over there, and obviously. Obviously, the rivalry, you know, is super fun, and uh, and it's going to be awesome, man. I really, really want to show them what we can do this year, man. Are, is it as intense now as it was maybe in the past, in your opinion? The the rivalry, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it it is what it is, man. Every year, you know, I'm. I got to be. Uh, everybody's got to be on their A game, man. I mean, this is a huge game, and, and I'm just thinking, you know, we're taking it day by day here. You know, when something's really important, you take it day by day, and, and you prepare for it the best you can. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you, you, you mentioned the fans being back in the stands down there at Allegiant Stadium. I, you guys played all of last year, by and large, with very few, if any, fans at home at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. How important do you think it will be to have the fans, 60,000-plus of them, out there Saturday night against Utah? Oh, it'll be huge. Um, 
I, I like I said before, we got the best fans in the nation, man. And when they, when they're on our side and we're and they're and we're going down and, and scoring and stuff, I mean, uh, there's nothing like it. And that's gonna be it's gonna be huge. We need to get that stadium packed, and uh, I promise y'all we'll deliver. We're gonna bust bust our bubs. You know what I mean? So, so let's get there. Let's get out out there. You know, I don't know who's listening to this, but for real, man, let's go. I'm excited. Is that a guarantee for a win? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey. I'm just I, I can't I can't speak for everybody, man. I, I can just promise you I'm gonna do my best. Hey, that that's I think that's all anybody can actually ask for. Let's let's be honest. I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about about Harriman, where you uh, played your prep football. Blake Freeland, who is kind of your uh, bookend over there at left tackle for BYU, is obviously a Mustang. I know Jaron Kump, who will be on the opposite sideline up there at Utah, is a guy out of Harriman. What are the Mustangs doing to put out elite offensive linemen recently? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's over. It's so something about H Town. I got a lot of H Town pride. People make fun of me for, it, but I love Harriman. Uh, I love the Mustangs over there, and I love Coach Pierce. Shout out to Coach Pierce, man. He's a great coach, uh, and honestly, he gets us ready for for Division One football. Um, I love I love them all over there. I love Coach Freeland. Uh, just Harriman, man. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say I. I don't know. I guess we just all ended up there, and uh, but we all love each other, man. We all we're all real close. That's what we like to hear. I want to talk to you a little bit about Coach Funk. Obviously, you spent the majority of your time so far at BYU working alongside guys like Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos. Uh, how is it working with Coach Funk so far this year? Uh, he's awesome. He's a great coach, uh, very wise, and and, uh, and exactly I think what this what this group needed. I don't think um, you know people. People will say, you know, oh, maybe there's some drop off or something, but you, you're not going to get that with this offensive line group. I'll say that. I'll tell you that right now. Um, because I mean, we're busting our butts out here, man. Like I said, and uh, Coach Funk is 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 right up there with us. He's he's you know helping us raise that bar even more. So it's good. We saw against Arizona that both Joe Tukuafu as well as Connor Pay played alongside you there at right guard. Uh, do you feel like no matter who's right there, you're able to work at the same, or is there differences between having a different guy alongside you? That's a good question. No, I I trust whoever's in there. I I trust that they're going to do it, man. Both those guys are great players, um, really tough guys, and I know that they're going to give it their all, and they know what they're doing. Um, honestly it's, you know, you know, who's, you know, the offensive line's good. You know, when you rotate guys and you don't know who, who exactly is who's in, you know, we're all, we're all moving to the same, the same speed and we're all making the same calls. And so that's, that's what you have with those guys. They're great. And, uh, I love them. I love them both, man. I love all the offensive line. We're, we're one unit, you know, we work as one. All right, I got one more football-related question, then I got a non-football-related question for you. So let's get to the football one out, out of the way here. What are your keys to a victory over Utah this Saturday? I'd say doing what we do best. Uh, we got to go out there and be fundamentally sound um, and bring the energy, bring that energy that we have raised the bar on this team. Every single person has to bring that energy. We need the fans to bring that energy. Um, we have to go hard, man. We have to, we have to, we have to want this. And uh, and grind, and so that's that's what I'd say. I like it. Okay, the non-football one here is: I I believe you recently announced that you are expecting your first child. Is that correct? Yeah, that is. Well, first off, congratulations. Obviously, that that's that's a big deal uh, for you guys, uh, for you and your wife. But I, the question I have for you is: Who on the team has given you the most advice for becoming a first-time dad? 
Um, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of guys. Are, I mean, obviously, Coach Kalani's giving me some advice. Coach Lamb's giving me some advice. Um, guys on the team. Uh, I've talked to uh, Shimon Willis is my is my locker buddy. So we talk about you know having a little little boy. He's a little boy too. Um, and uh, we just talk about it, man. I don't know. You know, it's it's a cool experience. Um, at the same time, it's like. When your wife's pregnant, you know, I just make sure that she's okay. And uh, I'm just over here doing my job. So, you know, I wonder if it'll hit me more, you know, when we actually have the child. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's, it's wonderful, man. It's a great thing. Well, obviously the old adage, happy wife, happy life, obviously. We're, we're all aware <laughs> yeah. of that. Uh, but uh, can you give us, like, maybe the most unique advice you've gotten for becoming a dad so far? Um... Most unique advice, if any. I I don't know if it's really been anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, the most unique advice, most specific. I'm a big shoe guy, and uh, somebody I forgot who was telling me about it, but they were like, "Don't buy him too many, you know, too many Jordans and too many shoes that like are like cute little baby shoes, but they're only going to wear them like once. And you know what happens is they don't even want to wear shoes. So that was a, that was good advice for me because I I wanted to go off and and buy him a whole bunch of Jordans and Nikes and stuff, you know, off the bat. But, but we'll see, you know, he's got to, he's got to grow into them first too. So it's like, it's, that was good advice. Well, as a guy who also enjoys buying Nikes for his own kids, I can actually echo that and say, you know what? You can buy him a pair or two, but yeah, but don't go overboard on it. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Let's go. All Heck right. yeah. Well, Harris, I uh, appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck this week against Utah. and look forward to catching up with you down the road, okay? Okay, I appreciate you. There you go. Harris Lachance, BYU offensive lineman. A great chat with him. And once again, congratulations to him. Becoming a first-time parent. Many of you out there who have children can remember how life-changing that moment was. And it's cool to hear that his coaches, his teammates, guys like Shimon Willis have been giving him advice. And I I really think that's a cool thing and a unique thing because... We all know how demanding life is as a Division One athlete and at a wife and then a child, or in some cases, some of these BYU athletes have had multiple children while playing in Provo. It's a different dynamic, folks. I can tell you that much. I, I would have struggled myself. I freely admit that. I would not have been able to succeed in, I feel like, any facet of my life had I had all of that on my plate. But guys like Harris Lachance, They're big dudes for a big reason, and they can handle a lot more than I probably could have. But nonetheless, a big thank you to him for taking the time to join us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. All right, coming up in just a moment, a good friend. um, Some of you might know him. Some of you might not. A guy that I do a certain other podcast that covers Utah. Speaking of Locked On Utes, Brian Brown joins the show. We're going to play fill in the blank as we do a crossover edition of BYU versus Utah. Talking more of the BYU side of things in this segment. We'll get to a second segment, a second part of it, on tomorrow's podcast. We'll have some fun, though, coming up in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Sweatblock. Sweatblock is an absolutely incredible product, folks, because many of you out there probably are like me and have had sweating issues at different points in your life. And even if you're not just a, a natural sweater, you've had moments. Huge presentation at work, a crazy first date that you never thought you'd get and you're just nervous, nervous as all get out. We can think of any number of a myriad of situations this might happen and suddenly you pit out. It's as embarrassing as anything out there. That's where uh, sweat blocks 
antiperspirant wipes come in. They last up to seven days, folks. They're absolutely incredible. You will be dry as a bone. And if they have a dry shirt guarantee, funny enough, if sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you actually will get your money back. They've been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by actual firefighters. They're a bestseller on Amazon and have been so for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 Amazon reviews. And it's also manufactured right here at home in the USA. This sounds like something you could use. I would encourage you guys to give it a shot. It's been absolutely incredible for me. I can tell you this much. I'm sad that I found it in my 30s because I could have used this for the better part of three decades at this point. But nonetheless, give it a shot. Get on uh, sweatblock.com. You can get 20% off by using the promo code locked on. You're also going to order it at Amazon, or you can go to your local CVS pharmacy and get it there on the shelf. But if you want to get that 20% off, sweatblock.com using that promo code locked on. That's sweatblock, antiperspirant wipes, a proud partner with us here on Locked On Cougars. One final timeout on today's show to talk about our friends over at Bet Online is that time of year, folks. The NFL season kicks off tonight. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys doing battle in the NFL opener. Well, Bet Online is the place for you guys to place all your bets, whether it's for the NFL, college football, basketball, baseball, and everything else in between because they are the best of the best. Head to their website. It's betonline.ag or use your mobile device to send it today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. You heard they're right. 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on. And if you're listening to this early enough in the day before the Buccaneers and the Cowboys kick off, take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday opener tonight. Thursday opener, you got it. Well, if you uh, place that bet, your wager will be refunded if you lose up to $25. That is for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. They've got a a half million dollar, uh, so 500,000 half million dollar NFL mega contest also a $200,000 NFL survivor contest also available to you guys right now at Bet Online. Take advantage of it now guys. It's a great resource and if you want to get in on the action, do it with Bet Online as they are your online sportsbook experts. This is something I have been looking forward to for the better part of a few weeks at least. It's a crossover edition between Locked On Cougars and Locked On Utes. And Brian Brown is with me. Any of you that listen to Locked On Utes are very familiar with his voice. Any of you who are listening to Locked On Cougars are probably still familiar with him, but maybe not so familiar with his voice overall. But Brian, thanks for taking the time. How are you? I'm I'm well, Jake. I think I'm probably not that well amongst Cougar fans because I've never made it to Cougar Board, which I'm okay with. Uh, stay away. I just that's my personal. <laughs> Done my best. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this is my this is my one shining moment to get on there. Yeah, it's just it, it, it just. Just don't. That's that's kind of the 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 whole opinion on the Locked On Cougars podcast is just to avoid Cougar board, if at all possible. But nonetheless, uh, we are here to talk about the Holy War game. Uh, your name for it, the rivalry game, in-state game, may vary. But I figured the way we do this, Brian, the way to attack this is to let our listeners essentially have us interview one another about the game from both the BYU perspective and the Utah perspective. We're going to do a little thing called Phil in the blank here to kind of fill in some of the questions that we have about both sides. So, because I'm the gracious host here, I'm going to let you ask me about the Cougars. So fire away. Jake, the first player to score a touchdown for BYU on Saturday will be... 
Well, it depends on if you're a Utah fan who wants to answer this question because they don't believe a certain, any Cougar is going to score in this game. But the first uh, Cougar to score in this game, I'm going to say Tyler Algier. I think that's a strong answer. It was it was obvious from what I was able to watch as BYU took on Arizona that he has a lot of potential uh, to 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 score uh, first and foremost, but also to be a big play guy. Uh, his straight line speed is through the roof, and he is a big, strong dude. Uh, I would expect to see. Uh, I think that's a good choice. Yeah, I like that. Well, and the biggest thing for me is I want to see if, if BYU is actually able to have any better success running the ball against Utah than they have had in the recent past because it's been a struggle for the Cougars against a very formidable Utah defensive front, but I'm just throwing it out there. I think Algier is the guy to get in the end zone first for the Cougars. It's a good choice, without a doubt. Any second choices? Second choice, I'd say Jaron Hall. I'd, I'd probably put him up there. Whether that's a tossing a touchdown or if he ends up running one in with his feet, he's more than capable of running with it. But I think he'd probably be my second choice there. I like that. All right, Jake. The best defensive player for BYU is... Ooh, this is a really good one. Considering uh, last Saturday, Keenan Peely tallied 17 total tackles for the Cougars in that win against Arizona. It was actually a number. I looked up at that postgame, and I'm like, wow, that's a really high number. And obviously that stood out to me. But I would still say the best defensive player for the Cougars is probably his, his running mate in Peyton Wilgar. Also both very good choices. Uh, the player most likely to record a sack against the University of Utah might be... Ooh, Give me Tyler Batty. Uh, I think he's the guy uh, that most BYU fans kind of pegged their hopes on BYU having an elite pass rusher. Uh, they think he is the guy. He showed some things during 2020. Obviously he had a pretty good game against Arizona. Garnered a sack among the four that BYU had against the Wildcats. So if I've got to peg one guy to get a sack, I'm probably going to go with the defensive end, Tyler Batty. The player that Utah fans will hate most at the end of this game will be... Okay, this is a great question, and I've actually got a name that I think when I explain why, you'll get it, but it's going to be Chaz Ayu. Oh, boy, is there a lot of history associated with that one? I think that's a great answer, Jake. Uh, I would say maybe Jaron Hall, if it were me, only because I think Jaron Hall has the potential to do some things uh, to the hearts of Utah fans that they definitely do not want to see. Okay, well, okay, if Jaron Hall ends the streak, and there's been a lot of talk on BYU fronts about the Hall-to-Hall connection, because obviously Max Hall, the last quarterback to have beaten uh, Utah, in a BYU uniform, also Jaron Hall now. So there's some thought on that. Obviously, he would draw the ire of Utah fans, but I can tell you th- this much. Chaz Ayu, the dude loves to chop it up with folks and would not surprise me to see him chop it up, win or loss, and really get under some Ute fans' skin. There's likely some extra motivation from him as well as his father once uh, worked at the University of Utah for the football program, was up for a position as a position coach, did not receive that position, Mm -hmm. and that was all she wrote for his father. Yep, that'll also play into it, no doubt. Jake, the final score of this game will be decided by a... 
touchdown. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a fairly narrow game. I think BYU is more talented in this matchup than they were in 2019 as a whole. I know that BYU fans are not going to be happy with me saying this. I am still picking Utah to win the matchup, but I do think it will be within seven points. I do feel like this is as good a a, a competi- competition as we've seen in recent years. Uh, it's a team that I think for BYU has been a little bit undervalued by Utah fans, but I also think at the same time this Utah team comes in with a lot of talent and a lot of potential. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. It's going to be another one of those matchups that's always anticipated, and the best part is, well, not, maybe not the best part is, it's, it's going to be significant considering the next two years after this, the Utes and the Cougars are not scheduled to face off against one another. Sorry, BYU fans. We're headed to Florida. You're going to the swamp, which, you know, BYU fans, I think we get it. And, and at some point in everyone's life, you have to go wrestle some gators. Yeah, this is a very good point there, Brian. All right, what else you got for me here? Let's do this one. The uh, scariest moment of the game will be provided by which player for Utah and which player for BYU? Scariest moment. Scariest, I mean, for like, as in, oh no, this is the this is going to make the bad thing happen for both fan base. Not scary as in Keenan Ellis because we don't need any more of that. Sure, yeah, we don't need any more of that. No doubt about that. And obviously, best wishes to Keenan Ellis as he continues to recover from that very scary incident against Arizona. I don't think anybody. Go ahead. I was going to say, let's say nerve-wracking. That's yeah. a better term. Nerve-wracking, okay. Uh, on the Utah side of things, it's Tavion Thomas. That dude is built by like a Mack truck. I can see him busting off a 20 to 25-yard run that probably could go for longer and he gets uh, tripped up or something like that. But you can just see BYU fans saying, oh my goodness, this game could tilt right now. Then on the Utah side of things, in terms of a, a BYU player who can strike fear into him, it's a guy you mentioned earlier on, Jaron Hall. His ability to run the football and really create with his feet, I think is going to give Utah fans a bunch of heartburn. The defensive player that Utah fans will find out about for the first time from BYU is? Sorry, I was coughing right when you said that, so say that one more time. I'll just give me, just give me let me, with the allergies, yeah. and I'll pick it up. <laughs> Who was it? The defensive, the offensive and defensive players that Utah fans will will discover for the first time are? Ooh, good question here. I think uh, you're going to get to know Dallin Holker to a larger degree than maybe you already know. Uh, There was some concern that the tight end unit for BYU did not get a lot of looks against Arizona. And I think most Utah fans are very familiar with Isaac Rex. But Holker, home off of a mission, had a really good freshman year before uh, leaving for two years. He's back. He's supposed to be in really good shape and hoping to see him uh, break out a little bit. So I think he's a guy that'll get reintroduced to Utah fans. And then on the defensive side of the football, I would say it's D'Angelo Mandel, uh, the lead cornerback for the Cougars. They're really confident in this cornerback group. Mandel had a pretty good game against Arizona. I think Utah fans are going to get to know his name real quick. Well, Jake, it was great to have you on my show today. We really appreciate all the uh, insight. And uh, Oh, wait, that's not how we did it this time, is it? No, Brian, that's not how we did it this time, but we will flip the tables tomorrow and talk more about Utah. I will be the one asking the questions. Brian will be doing the filling in of the blanks there. We'll get to more of that ahead on tomorrow's show. One note for you before we go here on today's show is best of luck to Jennifer Rockwood and the BYU Women's Soccer Program. They're headed to Salt 
Salt Lake City to take on Utah in their annual rivalry match that is scheduled to begin at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. It will be televised on the Pac-12 networks. Also, radio broadcast with Gregor Bell on the call, if I'm not mistaken, on the BYU Sports Network, 107.9 FM, also streaming on the BYU Cougars app. Looking forward to seeing uh, the Lady Cougars get a chance to go up there and beat their rivals on the pitch and hopefully come back to Provo with a big win in tow. All right, that is going to do it for this Thursday edition of the show, folks. It's so much fun to celebrate. BYU has made it. They're in the Big 12. We'll have more on that tomorrow. If anything else breaks ahead of the official announcements we're expecting tomorrow, we'll also preview the Utah game in its entirety entirety, excuse me, uh, sending your predictions now, by the way, Locked On Cougars, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Also search out uh, th- my Twitter handle if you want to send them in that way, Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. And as always, feel free to email the show, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. All right, that's going to do it for this show. Hope you guys are all doing great out there in Cougar Nation. Let's celebrate, baby. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for September 9th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys. Tomorrow, we've been celebrating.